0: He has spoken to me, and I believe he will speak to you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. All for the glory of God, for his good and his love endures forever. This one mainly leader depends, it, it lines up so much of that it is in his time, or the times of the Lord, or that basically it is in his time. I don't know how to, to name it. But I'll just share as it is, all oh, for the glory of God. Listen what his word says in Second Corinthians chapter 6, verse 2. The word of God says, For he says, In an acceptable time I have heard you. In the day of salvation I have helped you. Behold, now is the acceptable time. Behold now is the day of salvation. For he says, "In an acceptable time I have heard you," says the Lord, "and in the day of salvation I have helped you. Behold now is the acceptable time. Behold now is the day of salvation. We are talking of his time. What is his time? Once again, we read from there's a scripture that we read with just, just a moment. There's a scripture the Lord laid upon my heart It should be in Hebrews chapter 3. Yeah, Hebrews chapter 3. And from verse 14 to verse 19 remember what he has said in, in, in the Corinthians where he says now is the time now is the day of salvation then he comes and says in Hebrews chapter 3 verse 14 to 19 for we have become partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast to the end while it is said, today again he repeats there, today if you will hear my voice do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. For who having had a in death, indeed, was it not all who came out of Egypt laid by Moses? Now with whom was he angry 40 years? Imagine, with whom was he angry 40 years? Think of it, God being angry with you 40 years was it not those who sinned whose corpses fell in the wilderness and to whom did he swear that they will not enter his rest but to those who did not obey so you see that they could not enter in because of unbelief once again he says behold now is the accepted time behold now is the day of salvation the Lord Jesus says that we only have this moment and i want each one of us to be very attentive to what the lord it seeks to say unto me and to say unto you each one of us whether you're online or you're here that in the kingdom of the lord there is no passage of time time is constant because there is no time there everything is constant it is the same as he says: yesterday today and forevermore there is only now and he says that we must learn each you and I we must learn to only you know be concerned for this moment of now he wants you and I to start to live in the now many of us we are living in the past and God willing we are going to talk about it maybe in the coming week or so that is being in the moment or being in the time that the Lord is saying that we should not be anxious as he tells us in Philippians chapter 4 verse 6. He he says, do not be anxious over what will happen tomorrow because tomorrow will have enough worries of its own. He says that you know even in those two scriptures Philippians 4 6 where he says be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And in Ma- Ma- Matthew 6, 34, says, Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. And this is what the Lord says, that there are many around the world, and maybe some of us, who are becoming consumed and focused on the world events that are happening around us and the evil that is rapidly increasing everywhere and many are forgetting where they are or who they are and where they are you know, or whose they are those particular three aspects that many are so deeply concerned and I don't know whether it is you or whether it is me i know myself you better know yourself he says that we have forgotten to remain each one of us in the moment in each and every moment that we are living. every moment that is availing unto us he says that the moment is now now it is all you have it is all i have and the spirit of the lord is urging you and urging me that we must leave all else, that is, we have been trying to hold on or look forwards unto. He says, leave all else to me and get on with advancing the kingdom of God here and now, in the moment where you are. Don't be saying that I'm going to do it tomorrow or don't be wishing I wish I did it yesterday because those two are not with you, they are not with me we are here in this particular in this particular time he says we are the body of the lord jesus christ and our responsibility he says is to reach as many as we can before his return There is such an urgency, there is such an urgency in his voice, and he says, if you look at Matthew 24, verse 14, he says, And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the world, you know, as a witness to all nations, and then the end will come. Then he adds on in John 10, 16, where he says that, And other sheep I have, which are not of this fold, them also I must bring, and they will hear my voice, and there will be one flock and one shepherd. But you and I, we are his body. And he says, we, he wants us to do our best. Be it in your praying, be it in your living, be it in your reaching out, be it in your sharing out. Let us become tools and instruments of light and salt that are going to influence men and women as much as possible to bring them into the saving grace of our Lord and our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. For the lord says that there is an outpouring he's releasing an outpouring that is reaching out unto you and unto me at this particular time but he says that that outpouring is for those who have ears To hear as it comes and for those who have eyes to be able to see as it comes so that they may be able to get hold of that outpouring that is releasing unto his church. And as it is poured out unto us by his spirit, they may be able to give it freely out. They They will not hold back saying that it is not my time saying that I don't have time, but as the prompting of the Spirit comes upon you and upon me, we shall reach out to do the bidding of the Spirit of the Lord in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the honor of His name. It is my prayer that, you know, we shall not face Him face to face, that day when it comes when we have to face Him face to face, and, and regret that we did not surrender more of ourselves to him so that others will be able to have an opportunity to come to the saving grace of the lord jesus christ let us pray even as we wait and as we call on his name we will not regret that you know because somebody might slid and went back into the darkness Simply because we did not surrender ourselves enough to the Lord. We did not surrender of ourselves more. We were so busy with our own issues that we didn't surrender. So that somebody else who is falling back into darkness. Will have an opportunity to be brought into that grace of restoration. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You are very important. Just as I am important. Each one of us you've got a duty and i've got a duty we've got a responsibility and a calling that god is placing upon our lives in the name of the lord jesus christ and there are many who are falling back but the lord is crying out unto us oh that we may be able to surrender many of us he says we are not surrendered enough we are not surrendered even a little we are living in our own bubble he says and his spirit is trying to poke that particular bubble so that we may come out and fall into his hand that he may be able to use us in the way he desires to use us i want you to look at yourself and look at as i look at myself am i that one who is living in that bubble that the lord is talking about he says how long my children will you continue to look towards this particular world system that you know that is encouraging fear It is encouraging dependency and it is encouraging you know four forms of deception he says I do not you know I do not feature in in most of your minds that I do not feature in most of your hearts I do not feature in most of your desires and most of your strategies that is what he says but he says that great and terrible changes I don't know what they are but he says great and terrible changes are coming upon your world and coming upon your earth in this particular season but he says more and more of you are falling asleep each day sleeping into that particular comfortable numb reality of your busy lives but he cries and he reaches out unto you he says that these particular busy lives that you have, these busy lives, it is a lie of the evil one. <laughs> to keep you at, par, I know, at, a, at a place so that you miss my purposes, you miss my calling, and you miss my heart for you. Our sister shared here a few minutes when she was giving a testimony uh, to the fact that, that the Lord will give us eyes to, hear, to see and ears. And ears to be able to hear. Listen what Isaiah says in Isaiah 29 verse 9. As the Lord was speaking, they say, Pause and wonder, pause and wonder. Blind yourselves and be blind. They are drunk, but not with wine. They stagger, but not with intoxicating, intoxicating drink. For the Lord has poured on you the spirit of deep sleep and has closed your eyes, namely the prophets, and he has covered your heads, namely the seers. The whole vision has become to you like the words of a book that is sealed, which men deliver to one who is literate, saying, read this, please. And the literate one says, I cannot, for the book is sealed. Then the book is delivered to one who is illiterate, saying read this one please and the illiterate one says i am not literate therefore the lord says "Inasmuch as these people draw near with their mouths and have removed their hearts far from me and their fear toward me is taught by the commandment of men therefore behold i will bring i will again do a marvelous work among these people a marvelous work and a wonder for the wisdom of their wise men shall perish, and the understanding of their prudent men shall be hidden. The Lord says, He's pouring out a spirit of stupor, a spirit of slumber, a spirit of deep sleep upon His own. It's not on the world, it is upon His own children. You've heard somewhere where He says, Judgment is beginning in the house of the Lord. And my beloved one, I shake when I hear. The voice of the Lord as He speaks, and it is it is a it's like a threat, but he says it's not a threat, it is in love that is reaching out unto you and unto me. In your small corner where you are, don't disperse yourself and say, I'm just we are just a small hope, a small church here, hope community church. What influence or what a difference do we make? No. He says there is a time that is coming. Many are going, you know, it says ten men and ten women shall get hold of one of you of Hope Community Church Westland and they will be saying, let us go with you because we have heard that God is with you. I don't know when that will be, but I hear his voice speaking that." and he wants you and i to get ourselves prepared and set for what it is that he wants to accomplish in the earth in the name of jesus christ don't be literal and don't be despise yourself don't be literal and don't be despise that gifting that god is blessing upon your life the lord says the time of choosing is drawing to a close the time of choosing is drawing to a close and also the time of my warnings and my road of, of repentance coming to you those times are clo- cl- closing in they are coming to a close hear what he says in joshua chapter 24 verse 15 he says and if it seems evil to you to serve the lord choose for yourself this day whom you will serve whether the gods or which your fathers served that were on the other side of the river or the gods of the amorites in whose land you dwell but as for me says joshua and my house we will serve the lord there's a choice to be made for each one of you each one of us me and you all of us that's what the lord is saying that he's saying that the time of choosing is drawing to a close Whatever he means by that, I tremble, but he says the time of choosing is drawing to a close. And so he says in Deuteronomy 30 verse 19, I call heaven and earth whose witnesses today. Again, he refers to that time of his today against you. That I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both you and your descendants may live and he says in joel chapter 3 verse 14 multitudes multitudes in the valley of decision for the day of the lord is near in the valley of decision he says that just as a beloved parent as a father or as a mother you know chides his children or their children and warns of punishment For disobedience, he says that I too, I have repeatedly warned of the results of your disobedience to me. And he says, Listen to me, my child. And just as a parent will only warn at first gently and then more sternly before finally administering punishment, he says, I too am doing the same to you. That is what it is that He is doing unto each, unto each one, unto each one of us. The Lord says that a new season is upon you, my children, and you have either chosen me and my kingdom, or you have given yourself over to the world and to its system. He says, I will not beg, nor will I demand your loyalty and your love to me. I wish that you will love me with all of your heart says the lord that you love me with all your soul you love me with all your strength just as i love you but i will never force it Mm. i say to you he says come to me as i have no conditions to my love for you he says i'm not as the world which gives you conditions before it gives you its success and its prosperity he says my provision is available for you and he asks, what choice are you my beloved going to make will you prefer the lies and the deception and the empty promises to my everlasting covenant of love and peace and joy and eternal protection and divine provision that i'm reaching out to provide for you the lord says that many of you have already been deceived and laid astray you see dark for light and you see go- evil for good because our eyes have been have received a blanket he showed a blanket that was you know lying over a whole a whole building and many of his children many Many were in that particular building. And they were busy having business, you know, church business. They were busy sharing and, you know, uh, having fellowship. And I marveled as I looked. But somebody had come with a black, dark black, uh, garment huge, almost just as wide as the sky. And he had come and covered the whole building. And he was standing outside the door. He was smiling and, you know, you know with a very sinister smile on his face. May the Lord help you and may the Lord help me. Yes. The church is in a precarious place. Never. There is so much that is happening around us. And the Father is calling on you and I, my beloved, to awake. Awake to your prayer time i wake to your time in the world i wake to your time to seek the face of god it is now don't say i will do it tomorrow don't say i will go to do it another moment when i have time no now says the lord is the time today is the time see where you spend your time he says search your heart and see where do you get your delights and where do you get your comfort You most? Is it my presence or is it something else? You know best. I know best where I stand. But the Lord is calling on us to make a a decision as to where it is that we're going to turn and where we're going to go. He says that, my beloved, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And it's interesting, there is an urgency. There is an urgency in that voice repent for the kingdom of heaven the same message that he said in times past repent for my kingdom is at hand he says i will never lead you astray my word is nothing but truth but in order that you may walk in my authority in order that you may walk in my power in the coming days and in the coming weeks the Lord is calling on you and he says, You must place me first in your heart. You must place me first in your soul. You must place me first in your mind. Remember what the scripture we like quoting in Luke chapter ten, verse nineteen, where he where he speaks and he talks of that, Behold, I give unto you power over all power of, uh, of the enemy. And he says, you know, he says over all the scorpions and over all power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. He says, this power, you're going to walk in it, but on condition. I am number one in your heart. I'm number one in your soul. I'm number one in your spirit. Ask yourself, is that where I stand? The Lord says that I must come before everything else. And he says, seek me first and my kingdom. He says, and all else shall be added unto you. And the choice is ours. He says, I must be the most important part of your life. You must look to me in all things. You know, the scripture we love says that, you know, lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways. Acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. The trust in the Lord with all your heart. Proverbs 3, verse 5 to 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. Basically, those are the words that were coming forth that you must look unto me in all things. That ask yourself, and as I ask myself, Am I doing that? Am I doing that? Do not look elsewhere, says the Lord, for fulfillment. Do not look elsewhere for your provisions. Do look not look anywhere or elsewhere for your peace. In the peace of your spirit, he says, if you do that, you will continue to be disappointed you'll come out dry and you'll come and be left wanting be just as I dear one share the scripture where he says, other where he says isaiah 26 verse 3 where he says you know you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you that's what the lord is calling you and i unto. he says i am the only way there is no other way don't depend on any other thing or look onto any other source Don't run up and down hoping I'm gonna hear something from elsewhere. He says, stand still where you are for that's the moment that's where I am. I'm gonna speak to you. I'm gonna reveal my face to you. Stop running up and down wondering where am I going to hear the Lord. He's wondering what is wrong with my child. Doesn't he know I am who I am. I am in the moment i'm not telling you that you'll be in south africa that's where you'll hear my word no he says i am waiting for you to open your eyes and look upon unto me because i want to speak to you i've got a unique and special relationship he says, with each one of my children or each one of my sons and my daughters and i am determined to unveil their heart so that i will speak to each one of them individually not through another because i've got a unique and a special purpose for each one of my own may the lord have mercy on us as he draws us close to himself he says humble yourselves at my feet make your relationship with me your first priority from now until i return you can read that later in First Peter chapter 5, verse 6, where it says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, and He will lift you up. The Lord says, do not hesitate any longer to give me your time. I want to spend time with you, encouraging you, and preparing you for what lies ahead. Because He says what lies ahead is beyond what you can imagine he says why he says the youth will fail the young men will fail utterly fail but they that wait upon the Lord Isaiah 40 verse 30 to 31 they shall renew their strength and that's what he's telling you and telling me in the name of Jesus Christ do not hesitate any longer if you have been saying I'm gonna start spending 15 minutes in order to pray please start doing it today don't wait tomorrow if you say, I, I, I want to start praying for one hour as I seek God's face, I want to pray, to pray in tongues for the next one hour every single day. Start doing it because he says in this moment, something new is about to open on our horizon and it will find many who are not prepared. He says time is closing. Time is coming to a close as well as my sending of my messengers across to you for preparation. He says, I want to speak to you directly. And that there will be no need for you to listen or to look to anyone else, but to me, says the Lord. That is for your next move. I will speak to every one of you if you will only come and quiet yourselves and come to me now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Do not wait any longer, says the Lord, for you do not know, you are not aware of the sudden changes that will be coming upon you, and many of you are completely unprepared and ill-equipped to survive. That's what the Lord says. I don't know whether you are equipped and you are ready to survive or not. And it's my prayer that the Lord will be able to Touch you as he touches me in the name of Jesus Christ. I will not continue much. I will continue sharing what it is that he' had left from my heart next week in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. But as you go home, I want you just as he says that I am all that matters now. He says, "Believe me, believe my promises. He says, I am ever faithful. Do not doubt me you will never run dry he promises my strength and my power and my anointing are available for you for for you are entering a time like no other before in your history in your life personally and in the history of the world whatever it is that is on the horizon i don't know what it is that the lord says is on the horizon but He says It is a time of a magnitude that no one, not one of you, could grasp or understand. Because there is the mystery of iniquity and and evil and wickedness that is happening in the world. And there is an, an, an outpouring, there is an upheaval in the spirit realm that is happening even at our very doors at your very doors brother and my sister get into the place of prayer don't be lazy don't be lukewarm don't be you you know i know the lord will take care of me my beloved he says be strong in the lord and in the power of his might that's what he tells you and he tells me He says, be strong in the Lord. Don't say, I'll wait for the pastor to pray for me. No. He wants you and I. Strengthen the weak weak hands. Strengthen your feeble knees and decide. I, I know there's an upheaval. Some of us, we don't have a clue of the upheaval that is happening at our very doorsteps. The enemy of our souls is at work. He knows he has but little time. But the lord is preparing you he says he will not leave you he will not forsake you but he wants you to be strong he wants you to arise he says so many are unprepared for what is to befall you there is a great shift that is taking place and there is no room no room for lukewarmness make up your mind in the name of jesus christ the message is too long i can't be able to deliver it all but let us pray that by the grace of god you go home in the course of this week pray that father heal me from lukewarmness heal my brothers and my sisters in the church from lukewarmness make me hot for you oh god make me alert give me the grace to say no when i must say no give me the muscle to flex it against the enemy until the enemy get lost I am not going to follow you and I'm not going to participate in your stuff. I am different in the name of Jesus for am I am a bride, I'm a bride of the bridegroom, Jesus Christ, the resurrected son of the living God. He will do something unique in your life in Jesus name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let us pray. Father in the name of Jesus Christ. You call us unto yourself. You know each one of us individually. You are speaking unto us in this moment and in this hour. Open our ears, open our eyes. Each one that is here, those ones who are online. Father, deliver us from the spirit of slumber, from the spirit of deep sleep. Set us a by your spirit. Let us start to live the kingdom life the way you desire of us. Start up us, O oh God, as your grace is poured upon each one. Place in us a hunger and a thirst for God as never before, O oh dear Father. Our eyes to see where you're leading us to and open our ears to hear as you speak unto us deliver us from lukewarmness deliver us from laziness deliver us oh dear lord of God from all forms oh dear lord of God of our backslidings in the name of Jesus placing us a hunger for righteousness a thirst for you that the world will marvel at what it is that you're doing in our lives Move afresh in your church, O God. Pour your spirit upon each one that is here. Let each one experience the move of the power of your spirit upon our individual lives in Jesus' name. Give each one the power to overcome the flesh and to overcome the things of this world that we may sparkle with you and with your grace and with your glory because your good and your love endures forever make us to be different in jesus name amen